Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. All right. I want to welcome everyone to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I have a special guest who is my compadre from uh, Philadelphia. So I'm excited to share um, you know, another person's journey uh, and maybe talk a little Philly, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited to have you here, uh, Sharon Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here, especially when we can talk Philly. Then right. get my mouth watering for those Wawa shorties. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about your background. You know, obviously you grew up in that area, but you know, tell me about you know, a little bit about your family life and, and uh, where you come from. Let's see. I am the middle of three, came from Havertown, Pennsylvania, went to Cardinal O'Hara High School in Springfield, then went to Penn State. We are yeah. uh, very avid Penn Stater, been on the board, um, have season tickets for over 30 years now. And I actually was introduced to my late husband, at a Joe Paterno alumni banquet here in California, Joe introduced us. So um, Penn State became all about kind of what our life together was. And every one of my kids and my granddaughter, when I say we are, they know how to answer. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. So, um, so what was your, uh, you know, as you were, as you grew up and went down that path, obviously going to Penn State and, and uh, being, you know, uh, totally enthralled in that, you know, environment. You know, what was the, uh, the deciding factor for you at some point when you, you know, decided to go down the path that you're on today? Obviously, I'm sure you've done many things. We'll get into that. So I would say I have a degree in broadcast journalism and technical film from Penn State. And so I've always had a love of technology. Back then, when I went to school, it was you have a video track and then you have a you have to glue the audio track onto the film we've obviously changed a lot <laughs> since then but just the love of talking to people and finding the story and then dragging it out of people so that it becomes something that's memorable and something that they can share right okay all right and then from the perspective of your career what did that look like you know you know did you start a business right away did you go and work yeah. No, I actually went to work for Camera Shop, if you remember Camera Shop. Yeah. And then I met the sales manager slash biz dev manager from Atari when they were launching the Atari computers back in the early 80s. He hired me to kind of be the marketing and merchandising manager for the Eastern region. I moved to New York and then I went to work for a distributor, uh, SoftSell. And then I met somebody that I dated for eight years. He was going to be on the West Coast. And so I moved to the West Coast, uh, went through a series of companies and various jobs, really all around tech. Uh, I got, I had fun kind of creating the graphics and all of the packaging and marketing for a sports company that had a product called Accolade. So for one of the cover shoots, I got to drive a Lamborghini out on a salt flat at almost 200 miles an hour, which was absolute awesome. <laughs> and that became the cover shot. So, and then I wound up working through um, a series of companies. I was with 
Uh, my one company, the learning company, which was a children's software company, I was uh, an early employee, um, was did the uh, IPO as the marketing person. Uh, and it was really an interesting experience, really one I'll always treasure. I mean, how often do you get to do marketing and PR for a rabbit and love it? And it's, it's actually one that I would say I absolutely loved. So when I got recruited to Knight Ritter, the newspaper company had an information division out here, a $2 billion division. I was the head of Marcom worldwide, and it was a totally different experience. And so I kind of looked in hindsight that I was touching all the aspects, the business, the information, the consumer side. And I just found that I loved the idea of presenting a vision about what my company or what my team wanted to do. And then I went to work for, after we got sold, I went to work for uh, another tech company. And at the time, my husband and I had just adopted a little boy and I wanted to work less and be home more. And they said no. So I walked out and 20, that was November 3rd of 2000 is the day I started my company. And I do independent marketing communications, basically building programs for lead generation, whether it's webinars or in-person events or field marketing events. And then as technology like this, like Zoom, like GoToWebinar, WebEx grew, I found I just had a total love of the technology and what you could do about it. And I'm always thinking outside the box how to make the audience experience more powerful and more relevant. And it goes back to what somebody told me in journal school, you have to answer what's in it for them. And I think in order to do a show or a webinar or a podcast, you have to answer that question. And you have to know what your audience wants and needs and absolutely wants to hear. Right. Yeah. And, and there was a key thing there that you, you uh, blew past, but it was the deciding factor of what happened in November, was it November 3rd, you said, right? Yeah, it was, we had gone public. I had, we had adopted a little boy that year and I wanted to kind of experience more of being a mom and not on the road all the time. And so I was looking for a change in my career that would allow me to do both. Right, okay, all right. And that's, so, you know, it's always important because I always share this with people. It's like, you know, what do you actually want, right? But more importantly, why? Right. And, you know, that underlying why of being the mom that gets to be home, you know, it's a lot of synergy with what was my decision 20 plus years ago was I wanted to be the dad that got to be home with my kids. Right. right. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a motivating factor. And now, you know, what I find funny is like, you know, people ask me, it's like, well, how, how's the pandemic you know, affected your business? And, and uh, you know, and, you know, is it, uh, you know, being that you do events and all that was like, it's basically the same thing. That's actually even better now because I'm saving money on travel. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the same way. I've kind of branched out into different types of events. And right. all I look at that, that's the way to broaden my horizon and what I can offer clients. Right. So to me, um, the hindsight of the pandemic is it became a smart business decision for me to look outside of just webinars right. and yeah. building a collaboration with a group of amazing people in New York has really profited uh, both for me personally, as well as professionally. Right. That's good. So, uh, so your all in moment was then when you realized you didn't want to have those restrictions and, and, uh, you know, wanted to be able to do things differently on your terms, you know, yep. family now was the focus, right? So that's good. My family was the focus and I was ready to do something new. I was bored with right. what I was finding. It was the same old, just a different 
company. And I was looking to be able to take engagements or projects that really I felt I believed in, not just because I had to do it because it was part of the job. Right. Perfect. Yeah. So I love it. And because that's, it's always fascinating to me to find out like why we do what we do, right? right. Hearing the stories of what is the motivating factor that got you, you know, moving and started. Now let's talk about a little bit, you know, from where you are today and in between, you know, that gap from when you made that decision, have there ever been any challenges that have come up like that, you know, setbacks or things that, um, you know, things that, that maybe hadn't gone as planned? Um, well, I would say the fact that my son wound up being special needs and mm-hmm. having his birth mother took meth, coke and heroin in utero. Mm-hmm. So he had a lot of challenges, which if I had been an employee would have been super challenging, but I'd have to leave client meetings. I'd have to postpone things, but I had the flexibility to do that. And I was upfront with everybody. And so that definitely allowed me the flexibility, um, but it was difficult nonetheless. And then my husband um, died of, of esophageal cancer in January of 2009 and having then to single parent and bring in income and all that sort of stuff became a real challenge. And I wish I had made some different decisions as far as clients that I went after or things that I did. Um, One of my biggest regrets is not spending more time on my own PR and my own thought leadership, doing it for my clients. And that's something that I know I have the talent and the, the information, but taking the time to do it has been the biggest challenge. Right. And that's, I, that's a really fascinating piece there around, you know, it's so much easier to do it for others. Right. And then not and taking care of us, you know, ourselves and the things that we do, why don't we do it for ourselves? Right. Right. Um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, that, I think that's a common challenge that we, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, you know, when we're doing, you know, so many great things for our clients and it's like, okay, why am I not doing this for me? Right. And uh, you know, you can tell yourself I'm busy, you know, all the different things that come up for us, you know, life, family, you know, the challenges that we face. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's like a, a mentor told me years ago is like, hey, if you just invested half the amount of time that you do for your clients in yourself, watch what happens to your life and your business. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I've started to do that with the people that I've collaborated with for this group in New York. Mm -hmm. I also am part of a women in consulting in the Bay area and have just joined their mentorship, their mastermind group that starts Mm -hmm. um, March 1st. So I'm going to give that a try as well to keep me accountable for some of the things that I need to do. Right. Okay. So then from the perspective of the type of clients you work with and the impact you're having in the world, you know, it's, Talk a little bit about what's going on there for you. Right now, I have ever, I do a lot of webinar programs for magazines. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I would say that's one type of client. Right. I also, since starting to work with the the um, Project Pivot Collaborative in New York, I've done mm-hmm. a ton of housing and nonprofits, and um, the one I'm doing this week is Women in Housing and Finance. Mm-hmm. So that's really changed who we are. I've seen a growth in the nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also started to go out to helping people transform their webinar programs into something that's memorable, especially mm-hmm. because we're all competing with the Zoom fatigue and everything else. So how do you make it memorable? So that's a new area that I've been doing that with. And I started a program with um, with non, No Horizons Computer Center mm-hmm. in trying to help their CEO kind of figure out how to do that for all of their franchises. 
Right. Okay. And, and what's the big vision for you? What, or, you know, what's the lifelong goal? The lifelong goal, um, retire, win the lottery, have lots of money. (laughs) I would say kind of my lifelong goal is to leave a memorable imprint for my family and for my profession Mm -hmm. that I've been able to accomplish something and through my knowledge, take somebody else to the next level. One of the ways I do that is I have been mentoring a couple of students from Penn State who won kind of the shark tank competition in Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. for colleges. And I've been part of introducing them to people here in Silicon Valley, talking to them about their marketing and stuff like that. So giving back to me is one way that I do that because somebody did that for me. Right, that's great. Yeah, so so then um, you're being able to give back and and having uh, that level of connection with people, helping kids, you know, coming out of college. Right. In that place, you know, obviously there's all, these are all important things, you know, that, that we get to contribute and feel like you know we're we're making a difference, right, and and helping others take the next step. Um, from the from the perspective of somebody listening to this right now, that that may be in a place where you know, um, I know there's probably, you know, seasons, obviously losing a loved one and things like that when, as a business owner, you know, having family to take care of kids to take care of you know, all the things, the additional stresses that we have in life, you know, and then being a business owner makes it easier. Right. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but if somebody's listening and they're saying like, Hey, um, like I'm in this place where I'm going through maybe a dark time because of the current conditions in the world. Right. What would be some, uh, words of wisdom that you would share with them? Pick up the phone, send an email, send a text to somebody that you want to connect with and have it and just go out and reach someone on a personal one-to-one connection. Mm -hmm. I think that that has been my lifesaver, whether it be the Zoom calls we do with the Second Saturday Moms Club club with cocktails Mm -hmm. or just a family reunion. I did a Mm -hmm. virtual tailgate for a Penn State game. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, so we've been able to do a lot of things just because the pandemic is here doesn't mean we can't still live our lives. We just need to redefine what the new life is. Right. That's good. I love it. You know, and it's definitely uh, fascinating when you get to connect with people, because I think a lot of times, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but you know, um, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I know I have that lone wolf tendency where it's like, you know, I get so engrossed in my work that it's like, I might, I could go weeks without talking to people and doing conversation. But then I realized that my energy is low. I'm not as connected, you know, I'm not as driven right over time because I'm not connecting with people. Um, so it's, it's fascinating to see that, that, uh, you know, when you do that and you're aware of it and you can share that with people and saying, look, go out and have conversations, get connected right. with people, network you know, be able to do those things that they can help you, you know, get where you want to go. So go ahead. I was going to say, I've made deliberate decisions about what I've done as far as that goes. So signing up for the, the um, certification class for the Event Leadership Institute enabled me to go out and meet people of like minds who are also pivoting to virtual or who have done it for a long time right. and opened up a whole new world for me. And that to me was terrific. Right. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. So, I mean, it, it's just, what's, what's fascinating is that you've kind of been in the industry, you know, but you were used to the live component of it, right? Just like right. You know, myself and many others, right? But now that we were kind of forced into this, you know, virtual environment, um, you know, it's like, okay, you can be creative and, 
there's an unlimited number of ways because had this happened 10 years ago, it would have been much different, right? Like we wouldn't have had this video component, right? right. You, know, that, you know, a lot different, but all the great tools we have now today to make that connection still happen and create new environments. It's fascinating. Each, each journey or each part of your journey that you take, you learn new skills that open up other worlds. So I worked for presentation expert was one of my clients. It's the largest, mm. uh, 150,000 sub subscribers, the largest magazine in the world for presentationists, people uh -huh. who do PowerPoint right. or Keystone or anything like that. I learned more from them than I ever could have learned from that, you know, for myself. Right. It, it made me fall in love with the PowerPoint technology and the power of what it can do. Right. It also introduced me to an amazing group of people that I still count as friends today. Right. Yeah, that's, that's great. So from, uh, you shared your one word of wit, you know, well, well one sentence of wisdom, right, around uh, what would you tell people? And, um, you know, how do people find out more about you? Well, I, that's where I'm starting to kind of do my own marketing. So right. I have, I have a blog called webinarchick.com. Mm -hmm. You can also go to my company website, which is marcomgurus.com. That's M-A-R-C, like Charlie, O, like Oscar, M, like Mary, gurus.com. And I finally call myself the chief marketing and virtual events guru. So awesome. you can do that. And I also am very prolific in posting on YouTube and stuff for clients. I just started my own channel and I'm pushing all my webinars to that channel. So it'll be webinarchick.com. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be here today and uh, sharing your message with the world and your continued success and, and impacting and inspiring others to do the same. So, you know, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun and uh, we have to get together and go have a Wawa shorty somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.